What is up everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Sherdog.com And today I'm looking ahead to the weekend's action with a betting stance in view As we have um, some PFL and some UFC We we have a very good PFL card actually uh, And some good UFC fights and I wouldn't say it's the best fight card in the world But the main event is very good uh, We have Neil Magny on the card and a few more as well So um you know, all in all, uh, we, we can't complain too much, I suppose. We had a bumper weekend last weekend with lots. There was almost too much. So much so that my bets didn't go great. But look, we, we, we've, we've had some run. We had five flyers in a row. But unfortunately, this week, we uh, or last week even, the flyer did not hit. And uh, it was a bad pick. I, I, I went with, uh, as we mentioned last week, I went with five money line bets. And four of them ended up not working. So that's gone out the window. Never again to be done. I, I, I'm back. I have three this week and two, uh, two, two different sorts of bets. But um, yeah, look, last week, just to go over them quickly, the one winning bet was Norbert Navigny Jr. Uh, at minus 250. I think that was a great price. I saw actually some people, I think he was in as close as minus 195. I, I definitely saw a couple of people who had him at uh, minus 215. So that was a great price. That you won't get again on someone like Norbert, in my opinion. Uh, the Christian Leroy Duncan pick. Look, I don't think it was ability that lost him that fight. I think it was more game plan, um, strategy that lost him that fight. Although his opponent, Petrosian, did very, very well. Uh, so take nothing away from him. But yeah, that's the hard to pick that, you know... Did did was the pick bad? I wouldn't say the pick was was bad, but maybe if I made that pick after that performance, it would be a bad pick. But yeah, it, it wasn't great. Uh, Vittori at minus one ten. Honestly, I think Cannonier fought way better than I was expecting, and I thought Vittori would win that fight. But that was um, yeah, no, not 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 a right one there. And then Phil Davis, well, a very look a close fight. Could Phil Davis have won that fight? Maybe it was a close fight. Very good fight. I enjoyed it. And then Amanda Lybrook as the flyer. Yeah, this was uh, this was the definition of a flyer. <laughs> she got uh, destroyed, destroyed very early. I, if I want to be positive, she did like throw a few strikes and hit Pacheco in complete and utter desperation. Um, but it was a terrible pick. So we leave it at that. Uh, one of four, zero of one on the flyer overall. Thirty six of seventy seven, which I'm still happy with, and nine of twenty two on the flyers, which I'm absolutely ecstatic with. Um, we're obviously just past the. Uh, are, are some, I, I'm like, are we past the halfway point of the year? Or are we coming up on it? I think we're just coming up on it. So uh, we're not doing too bad. And uh, hopefully we can get, you know, if I got to 15 flyers now, now that is a lot. But if I got to 15 flyers hitting towards the end of the year, I would be very, very happy with that. And hopefully. You know, I've, I've said, I said 50%, I said 40%. I think if we can get to around 40% on the betting mark, we won't be doing too bad either. But we will wait and see on that one. All right, let's get into it and let's get into our picks. I'm going to start off with the PFL and give my couple of picks from the PFL. And then um, we will go to the UFC. So the last first two from PFL, last three from the UFC. 
And obviously I've given my picks on um on my preview. If you haven't seen my preview for the PFL, it'll be out before this. Check that out. Uh, I talk a little bit about betting. I give all the betting odds, which I will do here again in a minute. But I give you my all my picks for all of the fights on that. Uh, I do it at the very end of that video, I think so. But check out the whole video. It's very, very good. Brilliant. The best video you'll ever see. You know, <laughs> only only better by this one. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's get into it and let's uh, let's talk about this one. And my first pick is going to be a former champion. I'm going for Nathan Schultz to beat Haush Mafeu. Straight up bet this one minus one seventy five. Um, and look, this is a pretty straightforward one here. It's it's you're not going to get your fifteen minute breakdown on this one because I think it's. It's a fight that will be won uh, in two ways by Nathan Schultz. He needs to strike long enough for him to be able to get the takedown or as long as he's winning and staying out of danger. Because Hoshmafeu is a dangerous fighter, right? A dangerous fighter. He has, you know, just under 50% of a knockout rate. It's good. Not, look, it's not amazing, but it's good. He's knocked some good guys out. But as long as you can stay safe against him, you can beat him. We saw Don Madge do it. We saw Alex Martinez do it. Um, or sorry, we, we saw them not doing it, in fact. Especially Don Madge, who got knocked out. But we saw Orban Mercier do it. And, you know, back in a long time ago. You know, not many people have done it. Not many people have done it. But we saw Orban Mercier do it. But what we, what we see from Nathan Schultz is what we often see from... A guy like Ob Mercy. And like, I, I misspoke with the Alex Martinez one, but Alex Martinez is a great example of the opposite of that. Because Martinez, although he fights in like more of a, a longer um, you know, stance, is not the word, but you know what I mean? Like, he, he's a long, he fights longer. He isn't the best, and I've, <laughs> believe me, I've learned this the hard way through some of my picks. He isn't the best fighter in the world at using that lint tactically well and what I mean by that is when you're fighting a guy like Hausch Mefeu you have to be tactically sound or he will catch you with those big strikes when you come inside or you know he can put you on the cage or put you against the uh, put you against the cage or put you on the floor as well if, if needs be but he will want to strike more so than anything else whereas Nathan Schultz he does that to you right so he's not the one like He's not the one who needs to control it defensively. He's almost controlling it defensively by controlling it offensively. And what I mean by that is, so the Alex Martinez fight, right? For Alex Martinez to win that fight, he's like this, you know, relatively taekwondo, karateka sort of style, fighting on the outside. You have to move, 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 move. Hit him with kicks, move, hit him with kicks, hit him with strikes, move around, get away. Whereas he was moving to hit, moving to hit, and then getting, you know, uh, uh, how she was able to get in too close. And that was kind of just what happened over and over. You know, that was what happened over and over. Don Madge, the same, came in and got hit with the big shot click over and over. Whereas Aubin Mercier controlled. He was able to control it offensively. I talked about it actually in Aubin Mercier's fight this weekend in the PFL preview. He he's able to control his opponents offensively. That's why I thought he was a horrible matchup for Shane Burgess, and I believe it was one of the picks I gave here. If not, I uh, I said it on the preview, and I think Nathan Schultz can do the same. Now, I'm saying that Nathan Schultz is only 31 years of age, but he's been around for a long time, and he has been <clears throat> in many 
PFL tournaments and been very successful in them. But there was a point, you know, he fought Auburn Mercy last year and he lost to him. You know, it was a split decision. He lost to Martin Hill, came back and did win that fight as well. But there was a point last year where I'm looking and saying, is Schultz the same fighter, right? Now, he's won three fights in a row, maybe since I was saying that, or, or you know, four out of uh, four out of five anyway. If you count in the Auburn Mercy fight after I was speaking about it, I think after the health fight, I think he's kind of proven the, the doubter in me maybe a little bit wrong uh, or completely wrong. Now, can you ask that question again coming into this fight? Absolutely, no problem asking that question. But I I don't think it is the question that it was after the held fight, right? I don't think it was that question anymore. So what I, I think we will see here is, again, the exact thing I started it off with, him attempting control, right? Whether it's ground control, which I think will be the second part, but the first part, as I said, striking control. Now, I spent a long time here talking about striking control when that striking control might only last 30 seconds and we four and a half minutes of ground control and the same in the second round, same in the third round. I, I, honestly, I, I could really see that. I could really see that. I think it will be a little bit longer. I think Maffeo is good and he has the ability to keep it on the feet and cause a few problems for Schultz. But I do like Schultz. I like him over the distance as well. We can have him maybe look at that prop later on, or you can look at it uh, when the, uh, the odds actually for that aren't out yet. PFL odds come out very late. That's the only issue with betting on PFL. Uh, so if you want to make an early play, it's not always possible. And I'm, I've waited to, to, for the odds to come out, and I can't wait any longer type of thing. But... um. Yeah, that's definitely uh, a bet I would be looking at, but I'm going for him straight up anyway. I like it at that price, and uh, yeah, plus 175 for Nathan Schultz straight up. Right, my second bet from PFL as well is Bruno Miranda. Um, and I watched, and he's fighting the aforementioned Alex Martinez, and you can probably guess my reasoning <laughs> for this based on what I just said. Um... So Bruno Bruno Miranda is a guy who, you know, has how many fights he had in the PFL now? He's he's only had two fights in the PFL. Uh, one was in the Challenger Series and the other was was this season against uh, Amir Amir uh, and he won by decision. Now, I, I, I probably watched that fight, but it was one that went over my head a little bit, right? And I went back and I watched a good few of his fights or parts of his fights before uh, before preparing for my free view and obviously before preparing for this as well. And by God, is he a good fighter? You know, he's a very, very, very good fighter. Out of 15 wins, um, 11 have come inside the distance, most of them by knockout, nine of them by a knockout, fighting out of Novo Nyo as well. And when you say fighting out of Novo Nyo, you probably know what sort of style he is. He's a go-forward uh, southpaw who hits you with the big left hand when he comes inside. He will put you under pressure. He will cut off the cage and he will make it hard for you. And as someone who's... Loves Alex Martinez's style and has picked him many times before. I think that's a really tough matchup for him. Now, the only part of that is, right, that Miranda will wrestle at times, but he likes to strike first. I think if he... And, and, you know, he absolutely can wrestle. He's, you know, good on the ground. He's probably a black belt or whatever. Um, I think... uh, Look, I think he'll win this with his pressure and his ability to cut off the cage. If he continues to do that and he isn't successful with it and continues to strike, Martinez absolutely has the ability to pick him off, right? He absolutely has the ability to pick him off. And I think that's why people have um, have him at the price he's at, right? Uh, which is minus 150. 
uh, because of that. I think the, the bookmakers probably think, and this is where I differ on them, uh, and I'll explain why in a second, but they probably think that Miranda will come hard on him early and he will weather the storm and that'll be that. Uh, no. I don't. I think that will probably happen, yes. But I, I feel like Martinez has showed that he is susceptible to the same issues over and over, right? And that's exactly getting pressured and having issues with the pressure. And the second part of that, and the reason I'm picking Miranda is, I, like, if he can add in a bit of wrestling, and I know, you know, watching these fights, he doesn't like to always, but if he can add in, you would be stupid to go and watch Alex Martinez and be the pressure fighter that Miranda is and not add in a bit of wrestling. He just has to. And like we've seen it before, I've seen it, and I was watching one of his fights in, where was it? It Was it was it in Broad or it was out in Brazil or somewhere? And, um, you know, he's good on top. He's heavy on top. He needs to do that here. He just needs to do it. And that price, if he does that, looks a really, really, really good price. And there'll be people coming on afterwards saying, Sean, you're an absolute genius. How'd you get it so right? Uh, <laughs> there won't. But uh, that plus 120. I'm like, let me just get the updated price because I think, let's just see. Uh, yeah, he's still plus 120. Yeah, he's still plus 120. I think that's a very good price. I really, really do. And it's the type of one, right? You bet on it. And it'll either pay you now or it'll pay you the next time you're going to bet on him to not bet on him. Just like Alex Martinez. So hopefully, hopefully this is the betting rewards rewarding the uh, the Sheehan Show viewers from last year who uh, who badly bet on Martinez. Although there was, no, I might, I think I picked him right once. I think I did pick him right once, but um, yeah, we've, su- we've suffered enough. We've suffered enough. Right. Those are the two picks from PFL. Let's just run through the PFL odds while we're here, and then we go to the UFC. Um, as I said, I won't go in madly in depth in this. You can go and watch the PFL preview for that. But uh, Romero Obermercia, Romero. I was honestly I was thinking about him as as my flyer plus four hundred minus five fifty for Obermercia. I do think Obermercia will win, but Romero is a damn good fighter, a damn good fighter. As I said, check out my preview for the whole breakdown on him. He's only lost once. He's called himself a genius a minute ago. He calls himself the genius. Um, he can he can fight from all angles. He is a very technically good striker and has a bit of a weird style as well, the way he fights. But, like, technically weird, if that makes sense, you know? But technically good at the same time. And, like, we know about Mercy, yeah, he's a technical fighter. If you can go off technique for technique with him and be a little bit more tricky than him, there's all... A massive chance that you can beat him. Now, will he beat him? I, I'm not picking him. I'm, I'm not picking him straight up. But will I have a bet in him at plus 400? If it was plus 600, he would have been my flyer. I'll put it that way. At plus 400, not so sure. Um, Cian Mitchell, dead cert. Dead cert. Uh, minus 600, I see he is now plus 425. I cannot see C losing that. I cannot see him losing it. Uh, watching Shane. Like Shane Mitchell... He hits very hard. Don't get me wrong. This guy can hit, but no, I don't like it. I'd say the same for Megan McCarrimoff versus Zavada. Zavada can hit as well, but I don't think someone as well-rounded as Megan McCarrimoff. Uh, the Burgos fight as well, minus 650 for Burgos, plus 450 for Nishikawa. 
I think that price is a little high as well. I do fancy Burgos to win, but uh, uh, Yamona Nishikawa is, uh, you know, he shot against Clay Collard. He has the ability to uh, go three rounds with these guys, and he's good on the ground, good submissions as well. If he can get the fight there, he'll cause anyone trouble. Uh, really like the fight between uh, Mahagamed Malatov and Naib Lopez. I like his style. He's a finisher, but oh, Malatov just going to be too much. Uh, as I said, minus six fifty plus four fifty for Lopez. Collard and Stevie Ray. Did, look, I had Stevie Ray written down as one of my bets. I had him written down. Let me just make sure I took it out. I did. I I had him. I had him, and I said it in the preview show. But I just at the last minute I backed out. At the last minute. I'm not honestly. I'm not sure who's going to win that fight. Um, but plus two twenty on Stevie Ray. It's one of those ones, right? I'd normally bet it and tell you I'm betting the price, right? And maybe I should, right? Maybe I should because this is the exact one. That price is ridiculous. Like that. That should be way closer, way closer. I think. But I sh- like. I can't help but get the feeling that Clay Collard is gonna is gonna win on the feet. Now, if it gets to the ground, absolutely. But Collard usually gets on top when the fight goes to the ground. He's like he's a good knack of doing that, and that could be an issue for Stevie Ray. But I love that fight. Love that fight. Uh, Carlos Lel, Daniel Taylor, uh, Taylor the underdog plus two twenty minus two seven five for Miranda. Uh, I I do like Miranda there. As again, we talked about Schultz. We talked about the, the Miranda fight. Um, and then the showcase fight Zucker and Bardsley minus two fifty for uh, Zersher, uh plus one ninety for Bardsley, and then Al Katani and going for him there as well. He's the minus uh, two fifty favorite over Lamar Brown plus two hundred. Right, let's get into the third bet of the week, um, and I'm going for Neil Magny here over in the UFC. Um, he's fighting Philip Rowe, and his price is. Plus, sorry, minus one seven five, minus one seven five. Um, I like. I watched a, a bit of Philip Rowe coming into this, and to be honest, I like his style. I think he's. I, I looked at Philip Rowe before, right? And my memory of him was like, ah, oh, he's a good fighter. Yeah, no, good. Maybe a Magni type of fighter. Not you know, not maybe the biggest hitter. But he's he's ten fights, ten finishes, and I don't know why I had. The other side of it. Now he's lost two decisions. I suppose is is a bigger factor, and especially a bigger factor coming into this fight. One of them was to Gabe Green, um, who is you know a good fighter, but not the best fighter in the world. And it was only two years ago. Um, you know he has some good wins over Price, Wit, and Orion Kosk since. But I watched that Orion Kosk fight, and that was the reason I'm picking Neil Magny here because if he if he fights the same way he fought against Orion Kosk or has the same issues he has against Orion Kosk, Neil Magny will beat him every single day. And now you're probably saying, Shani, what are you talking about? I'm looking at Sherdock here, and Orion Kosk knocked him out two, at 4.21 of the second round. Well, you need to go over to UFC Fight Pass and watch the fight because, yeah, he just... He got taken down too easily. He got pushed against the cage too easily. He got dominated too easily. And Neil Magny... Will do that all day and all night if you give him the opportunity. Philip Rowe is going to have to get him out of here. He is going to have to get him out of here. And he's done that to everyone else. But this is a massive step up. With all due respect to Nico Price and the others, they're good fighters. But they're not Neil Magny. You know, they're not Neil Magny. And I, like, I think, 
um, it's it's pretty simple. Like if Magni just grapples with him, pushes him against the cage, pulls him down, make it tough on him. If the referee separates him, grapple with him again, he's just going to win the fight that way. I really do think so. So um, it's a pretty simplistic pick. Magni, I think, will win, and he will win that way. He has to... Look, he's the avoid getting finished, and I think the knockout more so than anything else. Although, you know, four submissions, 40% of his fights, but, like, hasn't had a submission in the UFC, all of them are outside of the UFC. So, um, yeah, I like Ian Magni in that one. Uh, pretty simple. Pretty pretty self-explanatory, but also minus 175. The prices they're giving out today, I think that's a pretty good, a pretty good price for that one. Right, next bet. And do you know what? I, I don't like this bet as much. I probably don't like this bet as much as the Stevie Ray one. And I don't know, like, I changed it for this one. But I'm going for Leah Tapuria to win by knockout at plus 175. Now, that's not a great price, right? I give you five bets every week. If I was telling you to avoid one, it would be that one, right? Now, who am I picking and what do I pick him to win by? I, I'm picking Leah Tapuria. I'm picking him to win by knockout, right? But I don't like the plus 175. I like... I think Josh Emmett's a good... No, when I say I don't like it, I do like it, but I don't like it. Uh, the reason I've gone for it, right, is I... Sometimes you can you can study too much and you can look at fighters too much and look at fights too much. You have to sometimes just think, right, what do I think of this fighter? It was like last weekend, you know, um, Christian Eray Duncan. Everyone was shitting him and, uh, and all. Like, I've seen all of his fights. This guy's a very good fighter. And you have to kind of say, like, well... Is he as bad as everyone makes out, or did he have one bad night, right? And one very bad night. Well, you have to look at it and say that, right? When I look at Tapuria, and I look at this pick, I'm like, well, there's this thing, and this thing Tapuria does, and Emmett does, and Tapuria is a brilliant fighter. And I think, apart from Volkanovski, and maybe even, we'll, we'll see about Holloway, right? And I, I mean that. He is the guy at that division. And I fully believe that. Like, I fully believe that. So I say that to myself, like, should Josh Emmett give him trouble? And the answer to that is probably no again. So that's why I'm going for it. Now, as everyone knows who listens to this, I'm usually a more tactical and technical explainer of my picks. But in this one, I'm going for it based on that. I'm going for it based I'm going for it based on... What I think of Tapuria overall as a fighter. And do you know another thing I think of Tapuria? This is completely outside of technique and tactics. I think he's a guy that will rise to an occasion. I think he's a guy who knows he's on the verge of a title shot. And I think he's a guy who knows he needs a big finish here. And uh, I think he'll get it. And that's why I'm going for the plus 175. I also think this might be a good fight to bet in running. Because we saw him against Jai Herbert. Now Jai Herbert is an underrated fighter as well. But we saw him get hit and nearly finish in that fight, and he came back to get the win. Like, if Emmett hits him, he'll stay hit. Make no mistake about that. But he has a great chin, and he, he might come back, and he might win it. Like, that's kind of my prediction on it, that Emmett does hit him early. It's not, he doesn't get it all his own way, but then goes and wins it. It's five rounds as well. Interesting to see how he'll deal with that. But, yeah, I'm going for Taporia plus 175 to win that one. Right, the fifth and final bet of the week. I have gone at uh, the flyer. I have gone for the old school flyer that everyone knows and loves. I've gone for the slightly better heavyweight in two bad heavyweights. And that man's name is Austin Lane. And the bet I'm going for plus 400 is Lane to win in round one. Right? 
So lane to win in round one. Um, and it's a pretty pretty straightforward bet. Like I watched, uh, and people might remember him. He fought Greg Hardy on uh, on the Contender Series back in the day, and he was one of the you know one of the lads who got knocked out by or yeah who got knocked out by him indeed. Um, but he's come on an awful long way since then. You know, he lost his fight after that, but since then he's won what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine out of ten. You know, some very good wins. Most of them first or second rounds. He, he beat Juan Adams. He actually went to the fourth round with him, who is you know a good heavyweight. So he's been looking good. Won in the contender series, knocked his opponent out in the first round. Now the reason I'm not going for the first round knockout is. He does. He's only one submission win, right? He has only one submission win, and that was a first round submission. It was a couple, uh, what eighteen months ago or, or so. A little, sorry, a little bit more, two years ago. Um, and a lot of his fights, especially even the contender series one, he does either knock lads down or follow them down when the fight goes to the ground. That's or you know in the fight when the, his fights often. Not necessarily go to the ground. Is he looking for takedowns and stuff? Sometimes, right? But I can't see a fight of his sometime like someone gives up the back of your rear naked chokes him, right? I can see that happening. So I've gone, I've kind of gone doubling down a little bit, right? Now the opposite of doubling down. What's the opposite of that? I don't know. Spread my kings, aces, spread my aces. Uh, and I've gone for just a first round finish. Now, Taffa, like Taffa. Hits very hard, right? Someone's probably getting finished in the first round. But I think... I think Lane is a little bit better. Just a tiny bit, right? Are either of them, John Jones or, or Francis Ngannou, are still getting... No, they're not, right? They're absolutely not. But I think Austin Lane, he might be able to use his lint a bit better. He might be able to pick his shots a little bit better. He might be able to avoid Taffa's shots a little bit better. And if he can, Taffa will leave openings for him. Now... I would say the one thing with Taffa, uh, you know, he has gone to a decision twice. And sometimes, and, you know, it's basically those two fights and only those two fights. It can get elongated, right? It can get elongated. So, you know, maybe the win by decision is another one you could look at, but I don't know. I don't like that. I'm going to be positive and going with the plus 400, and I'm going for my guy, Austin Lane, to get it done in the first round. Right, let's look at some of the other prices uh, over in uh, over in the UFC. Um, Amanda Hebas Macy Barber plus uh, one sixty three for Barber minus two hundred for Hebas. I was really thinking about going for this one. Do you know what I like in this one? Maybe the under two and a half rounds <clears throat> plus one six three. Because like I feel like Macy Barber is going to go for it in this fight. And that'll either be a very good thing or a very bad thing. All right? <clears throat> and I think especially if she's losing, she's going to go for it even more. And when it's when the under is two and a half rounds at that price, I like that. Now, normally you would go for the over. The over is, is plus uh, 225. Fight to go to decision minus... Or sorry, minus 225. Fight to go to decision minus 200. Yeah. I, I'll go with the under. <clears throat> David Onama, Santos. I like Onama. Plus 175, honestly. Minus 225 for Santos. Um, Brendan Allen. He's minus 190. Plus 155 for Bruno Silva. I'll go for Allen in that one. We spoke about, obviously, the lane fight. Straight up, he's only plus 150 lane. 
Uh, minus 185 for Taffa. I like Lane. I, I think that price straight up is good as well. Uh, Brundage and Dumas. Brundage the favourite. Minus 190 plus 15 for Dumas. Uh, we'll go with uh, Brundage in that one. We spoke about Magni, obviously. Joshua Van against uh, uh, Zalgaz Zalmogulov. I like Zalgaz Zalmogulov. Minus 200. I'll go for him at that. Wellington Terman and Randy Brown. I like Randy Brown at minus 250. Um... Plus 200 for Tormund. Like Rabzabov against Matthias Rebecki. Now, Rabzabov won his uh, UFC debut, I believe it was. Didn't have the best showing, but he's been around for a long time in PFL and looked looked good. Um, it depends how he settles here. I, I was talking to, or I saw Sean Dini, he was picking uh, Rebecki. And you know what? I, I think I'll go with his pick, a minus 160. I think he will get it done there. Robertson and Rishi. I like Robertson a plus 110. Trevor Peak and Mariscal, two lads I never heard of, minus 110. Fair play to the two of them. Jack Jenkins, Jamal Emmers. Uh, I like Emmers, minus 225. Clemson Rodriguez, plus 225 against Tiara. Uh, a lot of, I saw a lot of people giving out about that rematch, and, uh, or that match, and I think a lot of people are picking Tiara there. So, um, And then we have the main event, minus 350 for um, uh, Taboria, plus 260 for Emmett, which I think is just about the right line. So... Those are my picks. I'll just recap them quickly before I go. Nathan Schultz, minus 175, one, plus 120 for Bruno Miranda. Neil Magny, minus 175. Ilya Taporia by a knockout, plus 175. And to win in the first round, Austin Lane, plus 400 on the flyer. All right, everyone. That's it from me, Sean Sheehan here for Shardog.com. And I'll see you all next time.